Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. I think for us as a team, knowing that that's a priority, you know, I think you figured we would learn after the sack game, you know, losing that way. And a team like the Clippers are going to capitalize that. So if they're losing by one, it's 10. Donovan Mitchell talking about learning from the rebounding issues. I got to get better, man. No doubt about it. So you got the question up at Facebook this morning. How can the Jazz improve? I think I think this is like Jazz bingo or blackout. We've got a whole list of things. We'll open up the phones and all that later this morning, maybe in the next segment, actually. And uh, you can hit us up on social media and on the phones and use the app and all that. And, and you can cover all, all the things we have, and we'll see how many of them match up. I'd like to have Quinn Snyder's list. All the assistant coaches, all the stuff they're looking at on film that they want to improve. Well, get Dean. He had lunch with Quinn. That is our best. <laughs> He's our content. He's, Dean's going to be a source. Because I have... I have no direct access to Quinn Snyder. Dean does, though. Yeah, so that's does. the pathway to greatness right there. Jazz and the Sixers tonight. Jazz back home for games uh, tonight and Friday. I got my lucky Jazz sweatshirt on, so I'm feeling good. Sweet. I'm going to wear it. <laughs> Your lucky sweatshirt. This is going to be it. That sweatshirt's zero and zero. It's neither lucky nor unlucky. Oh, no. It's going to be lucky. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. I realize I got it yesterday. I'm wearing it today. Feels good on me, man. No Ed Davis. No Emmanuel Moutier. No Dante Exum. Ah, oh, already I'm in a bad Moutier. I know. I What's know. wrong with Moutier? So shorthand. Uh, is that a left hamstring, hamstring yeah. tightness? Yeah. Oh, come on. Just put some cream on it or something. <laughs> and let's go. Stretch it out. All right, Jazz tonight, DJ, and we'll get to this uh, coming up next. You can hit us up on Facebook right now, DJ and PK. You can tweet at us. How can the Jazz improve? We'll get to that, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. LeBron. Yep. LBJ. The lead is a dozen. And there's only 4-12 to play. Shell-shocked is what the Bulls are. LBJ, kick it, corner, Anthony Davis, he's got it! There's the triple-double. LeBron the triple-double, AD the three. LeBron James, a triple-double again. That's three straight triple-doubles. 30 points, 10 boards, and 11 assists. And the Lakers beat the Bulls. They won six in a row now after that 118-112 victory. Yeah, that was on, I think, NBA TV, and I was watching a good portion of that. The Bulls were up, and all of a sudden, the Lakers, man, they just came back, and it was unstoppable. My good friend Jim Boylan couldn't do anything. Nice of them not to show up in the fourth quarter. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Anthony Davis had the shot you just heard there, but he finished with uh, 15 points and seven boards. It was modest, yeah. You see Locke's uh, tweet about that and about how he really could be set to be the second guy. Well, he would do this. What? Well, he'd, a- he'd average like 28 and 14, but he'd have a game that was like 40 and 15, and then a game that's 15 and 7, and New Orleans would go 1 and 1. And Locke's theory is now you're going here, which is the second guy behind LeBron, and LeBron's cranking out these triple doubles, so you get 2 and 0. Oh. And then so he's not you're consistently telling me 
off the charts. Anthony Davis, when he plays with LeBron, his team would do better. I need a tweet to know that. I could have told you that when the trade was consummated over the summer. <laughs> what? So his inconsistency is going to be covered up now. He's not going to be carrying the team. Or is he going to have to carry the team? Because some people thought when he went there that this would enable LeBron to have a little lower profile and he could carry LeBron's the team. LeBron's LeBron. Forever? I'm not talking I mean, about forever. Right I'm talking about now. I know. I know, but there's some thought like at some point he's going to slip. Yeah, and three years from now, carry. maybe. Wow, three more years at this level? Who cares? We're talking about now. They're a formidable team. Kuzma looked pretty good. I mean, they've got two of the whatever, how five, ten, whatever you want to say, best players. So automatically you're going to be in the mix. I needed some stat to tell me that those two were going to play well together and this was going to be a good team. you got to be kidding me. So you're going to carry it as LeBron slips, if he slips, or LeBron is just outrageous. LeBron's LeBron. Did, right. uh, do I stutter? Yes, you do. <laughs> Uh, among the other teams, I am in a that, bad moody a already. Among the other teams that are best in the West, the Nuggets with a twenty-point thumping of the Miami Heat have some domination right there. And the Spurs got beat by Atlanta. Are the Spurs a playoff team? Remains to be seen. Yeah. They're starting Trey Lyles. Honestly, two weeks ago when the season starts, and <clears throat> I looked at a box score, I did not mm. even know he was on. Trey there. Lyles slipped to San Antonio. There was all the, these moves. I know, right? Yeah. Under the cover of darkness. That I either I didn't know about it or I forgot about it, but I was surprised. Wow, Trey Lyles went, went to San Antonio, playing, starting, but a smaller role, twenty minutes, but nonetheless. Yeah, I didn't. I did not even know he went there. And then uh, <clears throat> tonight, I heard uh, yesterday. I saw a stat on Twitter that uh, Kawhi Leonard is going to be sitting out again, another yes. TV game against Milwaukee. Giannis, but I guess they play tomorrow against Portland on TV, so here we go. The load management. Load management. I asked uh, Doc Rivers about that, if they got any blowback from TV networks when they did that kind of series. He said, we don't consult with them. Well, I know you don't consult with them, but you still might hear from them. And he's like, we don't consult with them. But then there was a story in L.A. that locks at me because he was standing there looking at me grinning when I did that. And he's and there's a thing that the uh, the Clippers had to get league approval or face a $100,000 fine. So clearly the league's heard something from the TV networks. But you're right, if they got back-to-back network TV games, then what are they going to do? But ESPN and TNT paying gazillions of dollars to tele- these, televise these games and so much of the promotions hung on the stars and then the stars don't play. You're going to be looking around like, what do we pay this for? All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Rebounded by Quickly, and Kentucky takes down the number one team in its first game of the season. The Wildcats win it over Michigan State 69-62. to Final three seconds come off. Dotson at the buzzer. It banks home, but it doesn't matter. Duke storms into the garden and races out with a 68-66 win over Kansas. There's the uh, made-for-ESPN doubleheader. Number two, Kentucky beats number one, Michigan State. Number four, Duke beats number three, Kansas. Opening out of college, shoot, PK... With all the freshmen that are playing, who we don't really know how they're going to translate to this level necessarily, and with the, how many transfers was it, Yach? You're the transfer portal king. 700? 750? 800? 1,000. 1,000? Yeah. So we can look at these scores, but how do we know what's really a good win? All these teams are so different. 
aren't we going to be a little bit surprised by some of the teams that come together and some of the teams that don't? Yeah, that's what I was saying yesterday. That's why force feed me the same teams on the first night. I boycotted it. Didn't watch one second of it. Watch some of the locals. Yeah, I watched BYU as much beat, as I could, yeah. yes. BYU beat Fullerton as expected, 76-58. Aggies, 17th rank, beat Montana State as expected, 81-73. Oh, I had some trouble. Yeah. Sam Merrill had 28. And the Utes went to Reno. And in the second half, Tim t- Allen. Tied game. They went on a nice little run. Then they gave up a big run and fell behind, but they righted the ship, brought it home, and got the 79-74 win. I watched a good portion of that. My wife said, why are you still up? I said, because i got to watch the Utes. i got to watch Tim Allen and both Gotch. Gotch. In transition, handling the ball, sliding both in between look two good. defenders. Yeah. No, it only has 1-0. And Booth, the way, when I grew up, Booth was B-O-O-T-H. This only has 1-0, so it's Tim Allen and Booth Gotch. You meant both. You wanted to say both for comedy sake, didn't you? It is Booth. You're right. No, it's both. 23 for Allen, 22 for Gotch. Tim and Allen. Some of those transition Newly hoops. tatted up Tim Allen. Got some ink. Some of those transition hoops. Got him mm. out a little. The offense got a little stagnant there, and then all of a sudden there they were in transition. I know you already said that. Getting layups, getting the W. How good is Nevada? You got a feel for this? Nevada? Nevada. The Martin twins ain't walking through that door. There it is. Steve Alford's coaching them now. Yes, he is. Along with his longtime sidekick, Neil, who was with him at a couple different places, including New Mexico, and they both have moved on and basically, well, both of them got fired from their jobs. Teamed up again. So now they're reunited at Nevada, but they got major issues. They maybe only turned one guy basically who had any playing time and that was Jazz Johnson last year off of that team that came in with such a high ranking but hey it doesn't matter the Utes went on the road there's a nice atmosphere in Reno they had a good they crowd they got the win it's 8,000 or so yeah. uh, so they got the win and now the annual Mississippi Valley beatdown alright and they have Mississippi Mississippi Valley do they have an extension campus here Seems they like must. They, they come a lot here of teams close year. together. They can get on one yeah, plane. Yeah, why here? a lot of guarantees. Yeah, I know. Why not go to L.A., right? Because <laughs> there's a lot of teams close together in San Francisco. Seems like they're here every year. And then watching... They like the mountains. Watching Jonesy's son play. Now, I've known Jonesy since he's 20 years old. And now he's got a kid. <laughs> yeah. Kid looks like he's eight. Good old Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in fairness, all the freshmen look like they're 10. So eight's not that young. I know, but he looks exceptionally young. Had a, little, had a little foul trouble there, but uh, everything else in the Pac-12, the Utes went on the road, but everybody else was at home winning games they were supposed to win, weren't they? Nothing really. Oregon, Oregon State, Cal and USC all won. I think anytime Cal wins, it's a... Beat Pepperdine 87-71. I don't think Cal is expected to be all... Uh, Cal and Washington State, are, I think, are expected to bring up the rear of the conference. Uh, Mountain West... Pretty much uh, status quo, too. The teams that went on the road got beat. And mostly went out and played money games. And the teams that trucked in the team won as expected. So didn't learn much there either. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. 
The fact that Baylor is able to do what he does right now with the limited amount of reps that he's received from fall camp to now, uh, it's amazing. And that's that's a lot of his own individual work and, and how much he does stuff on his own. Because you only have so many reps in practice and even in the film room. And so to have these guys, and, and it's not just him, but to have players that are involved in trying to get better watching someone else, that, that's huge that, That's huge for us. But it's a, it takes an extreme amount of discipline and hard work and, and belief in themselves to be ready. Kalani Sataki talking about Baylor Romney. Not on the two deep. He was three deep. And now he's had to play, and he's played well, and he's helped him win a couple of games over Boise State and over Utah State. He's three deep? Three deep. I'd like to be knee deep in the water somewhere. Sing it. That's Zach Brown and Jimmy Buffett, my wife's favorite tune. Playoff. Hi, honey. (laughs) Okay, she's listening. Okay. The playoff committee came out with their rankings, and you were surprised not at all. Ohio State 1, LSU 2. Do you I care? guess Penn State. Penn State at 4, not at 5? Yeah. If I had any surprise, I think Clemson's that would be Clemson's 5. I, yeah. yeah. To me, that was that was really the only one. I knew Oregon would be one spot ahead against the youth, uh, ahead of the youth but that really doesn't matter because you're going to play them. Right. So if you need to pass them, well, then just beat them, and that'll take care of that. So, so I guess at Clemson, they're wondering if Penn State beats Ohio State, does that does Clemson catch Ohio State? Clemson can't be left out between two, behind two SEC and two. Right. Two Big Ten. Uh, they're fine. Yeah. Win games, and you're going to get in. But, I, I, I mean, that's just a mild surprise, and it's also a meaningless mild yeah. surprise. So it doesn't matter. And, you know, but I don't necessarily have a problem – with two teams from the same conference getting in, as long as somebody else isn't getting totally screwed. If so, if it's a one-loss SEC runner-up and you've got two lost conference champions, then you don't care. But what if you got a one-loss conference champion? Uh, well, then you'll feel like someone got screwed. No, not you? necessarily. No, really, not the Pac-12 this year, because you literally have no marquee out-of-conference wins. If you had so, them, so and if you played them. How about and, the Big 12 then? Because Oklahoma right now is behind, you know, and maybe they can leapfrog them. That's why I said not necessarily. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's a foolproof thing on everything all the way through, but you just went to Pac-12. Yep. You, that's the one you brought up. I, I Actually, this year, depending on how the games go, and there's still a ton of football to be played relative to what's going to be decided. So with that in mind, I may not have a problem because the Pac-12, you, you just haven't played anybody. Pac-12's got teams at 7 and 8. The Big 12 has teams at 9 and 12. So, actually, they're even in worse shape for the playoffs. Right, and so if it comes down to that, that can be a totally different issue. But you asked Pac-12. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. It's total Okay. We're not going to London. We're not going anywhere. We're playing in Los Angeles. This is our home, and this is where we're planning to be for a long time. Period. That's Chargers owner Dean Spanos. Sometimes you got to drop the F-bomb for emphasis. Twice. It's total Okay, total BS, and then the long bleeping time. And I always thought that was nonsense. Think someone blurted that out trying to uh, leverage Jackson a little bit going? Stuff gets out now, yeah. and it's journalism is in the toilet. 
And I can't, I don't know, CNN when I was growing up used to be an authoritative news source. Now it's obviously biased. It's like Fox. So I don't know what to believe and who, what now. And sources, oh, Stoops is going to take the Florida State job. No, I'm not. <laughs> so somebody puts it out there and you run with it now and it, beca- it takes on a life of its own when it has no basis of truth whatsoever. Because it's total what, Yak? And if I were him, I'd probably respond exactly the same way. If that would really tick me off as I'm trying to build something in this new community where I decided to move. And when's the stadium opens? Is it next, next year? Next year. Yeah. And so you're trying, you move the team. I wouldn't have moved it, but you moved it for money and blah, blah, blah. Money makes the world go round. And now all of a sudden you're not even in the stadium that you moved for and you're supposed to move over. 20,000 miles if away. Really, if he really is going to stay, then this undercuts any momentum when he's already having a tough time yeah. selling the personal seat licenses. Exactly. O- originally, they were supposed to sell 400 million of them, and they set the new goal at 150 million. So obviously, they're having problems. You see all the Packer fans there last weekend. DJ and PK. Uh, oh, Cam Newton, injured reserve. You figure it's all over now? They can save a boatload of money by letting him go. I think $19 million think? of cap space. Good enough to maybe get a starting job somewhere or be either be a starter on a team that's down or a backup on a team that's good. Is that about where he slots in right now? I can't see a team that's really good taking a chance on him with all the health issues. But Hello? That's why the Broncos exist. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Cam Newton, Denver Broncos starting. Bring him on down. All right, DJ and PK with What is Trending, brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Riley Jensen, our college football insider at 8. BYU football analyst Riley Nelson at 9. Jared Greenberg, NBA TV host of Crunch Time. Going to join us at 9.30 to talk jazz and NBA. DJ and PK coming up next. The Jazz, how can they improve? PK and I've got a list. It's Jazz Bingo. Blackout. You can match the list. See what you think. See how much these uh, these match up. We will get to that next. You can hit us up on Facebook, DJ and PK. On Twitter at David DJ James. Use your phone. Use the app. Use the open mic. Send us your takes or call us at 855-340-ZONE. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. NBA action tonight. The Jazz back at it at home after a couple days off. They face the Philadelphia 76ers. Embiid's been suspended. Sixers lost their first game while he was out to Phoenix, but he's back. And it's the Jazz and Sixers tonight at 7. Vivint Smart Home Arena. Watch it on AT&T Sportsnet. Listen to it on The Zone with pregame show starting at 6. Ed Davis, Emmanuel Moody, and Dante Axum have all been ruled out for tonight's game. Other big games in the NBA tonight. Uh, doubleheader on ESPN. It's Warriors and Rockets at 5.30. Bucks and Clippers at 8. College basketball, Utah goes on the road and wins their opener. They beat Nevada 79-74. BYU beats Cal State Fullerton at home 76-58. And the Aggies over Montana State at home 81-73. Sam Merrill with 28 points for the 17th-ranked Aggies. Chop the Wire brought to you by 
Action Plumbing. Call Action Plumbing and get your preseason furnace tune-up and safety check for $33 by calling Action Plumbing at 801-833-3333 or going to actionplumbing.net. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. When you look at what Andy Ludwig did in this game, he became worth every single penny that you're paying him. The adjustments that Ludwig made, the heart that the Utah leadership showed, the game that Tyler Huntley played, the game that Zach Moss played, Zach Moss fought for every inch that he earned. Every yard he gained was a hard-fought yard. This team, guys, this team deserves a shot. I'm telling you, it's got that kind of 0-4 feel to it right now. They deserve a shot, man. If they get to the end of the season without any more hiccups and face a one-loss Oregon team and they don't get the nod, we got to figure out how we're going to handle it. It's just going to be criminal here in the state. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's time to talk a little, as Bowler likes to say, jazz basketball. Oh man, I got my lucky sweatshirt on. First, I want to remind you, join Scotty and Hans Friday from noon to 3 at the warehouse, 85 East University Parkway in Orem. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. You scoff at me, but this is my lucky jazz All sweatshirt. right. Well, as long as it brings home a win tonight, I promise works. you the shooting slump of Mike Conley is over. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Because I got my lucky sweatshirt on. All right. We got a whole list of ways the jazz can improve. I'm sure you, all the fans commuting to work, have a list of ways the jazz well, can obviously improve. Obviously, he can make hoops. Let's play jazz bingo. People are tweeting at us at David DJ James. Facebook, DJ and PK. Call us, 855-340-ZONE. And you can use your phone. Use the open mic feature and send us your takes. Yak is waiting for them. The 9 a.m. listeners love that, Yak, once they get to work. But at 7 a.m., we don't seem to get as many. Nope. Eh, if you're in your car, it's not safe. So Yeah. Be safe. But if you're not in your car, go ahead. Send it on in. We'll use send it. Send it on in. We'll get it on the air. All right. Here they go. You ready, PK? I am. John, win. <laughs> That's it. That's how you improve. You just win, baby. Just win. Oh, that's cutting right to the chase. Yeah, I mean that matters a lot for sure. Tammy, box out three exclamation points. A lot of people are sending that in. Jimmy sent that in too. A lot of people coming off the uh, the rebounding performances. This team's got to rebound better. Agreed. They just saw that in the Clipper game on Sunday night. Don't you figure that was the when they weren't defending well in the preseason, and then they had a week off to practice. That was the multiple players told us that was pretty much all they did was defend. Don't you figure it was all rebounding drills the last two days? Maybe they got some a little downtime, but I, I think they're going to suffer a little bit in that. They're a smaller team. They got more offensive minded players, but I also think that that is something that can be not totally corrected, but you can go a long way toward it. I mean, I think that it's going to be somewhat of a weak seat, uh, area there, but I also think more awareness and being in tune and having the focus at the time the ball goes up. You know, the John Wooden, the thing that uh, he always thought the best situation is when a guy grabbed the rebound off the bounce because that meant they had perfect all of, all of his guys had perfect box outs. And so they didn't, they didn't need to catch the ball in the air because they were boxing out so well that you could get it off the bounce because you just sealed your guy and you had, every, whether they have three or four or even five guys at the offensive glass, you block, block out, block, box out every one of them. And so then you can pick up the ball. And then he's made, he was making a point on that, obviously. So I do think that could be remedied to a good degree. 
Absolutely. But there's a lot of people here who have a different theory on rebounding. Alec, get at DFavors14 back ASAP. No, no, no. Come on. We know the ending there. Let's not, let's not go crazy. Utah Jazz, man, I'm going to speak this into existence, LOL. But Davis and Exum for favors on December 15th. Well, I would bet against that. Favors has already missed a couple of games with knee soreness. Yes, he has. Uh, Making 17 and a half million games. Or 17 and a half million bucks. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, he's be, yeah, you cannot pay that much money to a backup center. You just can't. If they could, they would. There's no doubt about it. They'd love to have him with the other guys that they have, but it doesn't work that way. Matt says rebound. If they hit the boards, they don't lose to the Clips. Ryan says rebound intentionally. That sounds very new age. It sounds smarter than rebound. I don't understand Rebound what that means, intentionally. Actually. I think it means focus on rebounding. It's fancy. Well, rebound done intentionally is just a soup fine. Lord Business says Conley needs to get more than one assist in 35 minutes. No question about it. The Conley play, to me, is a mystery. I did not see this coming. I don't expect a great game every game from him. I understand that. But I expected better. I think we all have. And he would tell you himself that he's expected better. It's an absolute mystery. I have no response as to why no reason why he's not playing well you can stat at me all you want and i don't buy any of it i don't care Uh, adjustment he's a 32 year old nba veteran he should be able to adjust by now it doesn't make any sense to me there's there's mysteries in life you know one of the mysteries i was thinking about this this morning as i opened up the news cycle on the internet conley's poor play is a mystery to me why a Latter-day Saint would run for mayor of Salt Lake City is a mystery to me. Why would you do it? You're not going to win. Don't do it. Save your money. To contribute to society. But you're going to lose. Them people ain't voting for you people. Let's just call it like it is. Let's have open, honest dialogue here. You're saying there's a chance. There's no chance. There might be. Never. Never. So, I don't get into politics, but if you're a Latter-day Saint, run for higher office so you can get elected. Don't run for mayor of Salt Lake. You ain't getting elected. I don't care who he is. Mike Conley, your poor play, it's a mystery to me. I don't understand it. Why is it happening? I don't know. Give the ball to Mitchell and Bogey. Every time down. You can't do that. Everyone else box out. <laughs> you, you take you divide the shots. What were you, 60-40? Pretty much. <laughs> we're going to have 80 shots in this game. Bob Donovich think, wow, this is great. <laughs> Sign me up, man. <laughs> You'd get free agents that way. Carmelo would have come in his prime. <laughs> 30 FGAs, I'm there. <laughs> no problem, man. He would have been there. He would have orchestrated a trade west. Okay, I got a list Denver. of things here. We need someone to hit some of these other items. They've got to rebound better. Obviously, they need more out of Conley. Those two things can't be debated. Although I have to say, rebounding wasn't a problem every game, but it That's was a wh- problem in the most recent game. Well, and then Bogdanovich didn't box out. Yeah. Uh, was it Harrison Barnes? Mm-hmm. And so they got stuck there at the end on the last play, and that that drives you nuts because that was a preventable bucket likely billy 
Go away, Jazz, and bring an NHL team to Utah. Billy, you're in the minority. You're going to have to go away. It's not happening. I don't, I don't know I would be a love it or leave it as far as Jazz basketball. So you, you told him to go away? Yeah. No. I would say shut the freak up. <laughs> okay. Brad hits on one here. No turnovers, more assists, and actually box out for once. Value the bleeping ball. The turnover's coming down. Put that on the list. Absolutely. See, but I think that I can live with that early. December, post-Christmas, January, another story. But see, that's where I would throw in, well, a bunch of new guys trying to find each other's way and sweet and, spots and blah, 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 all that stuff and they that we heard. They tend to move the ball a lot, which is yeah. going to increase the risk of turnovers. So I can live with that to a degree. It's still on the list to improve, it. though. Yes, but I think it will naturally improve. I don't under, I can get, my point is, I can understand those. I don't accept them. Okay, good. But I can understand I'm with them you on the better. understanding, but that number's got to come down. I just don't understand Conley's poor play. He's too good of a player. He has too much of a proven track record. It is a mystery to me why this is happening. It doesn't make any sense. The only thing I can come up with is that he's pressing. He's trying to impress because I think he appreciates coming into a situation where this town is just nuts about our guys and they're going to cheer you. They're going to love you up like you've never been loved. All you have to do is show them a modicum of love back, and they're going to love you tenfold. And then if you love them a lot, then you got the Donovan Mitchell thing where he walks on water. And he's so beloved. And you know that can come if Conley chooses to do that, but not that he hasn't been fine with that anyway. But all you got to do is come in, into here and say, man, I want to be here. I'm excited to play for the Jazz. Boom. You got instant eternal love. Yeah. Run around and dive on the floor. For all Crash eternity and time, whatever you guys say there. Oh, you did that. There's all sorts of love there. Right Yuck, there. you think he's, he's playing right there, don't you? I'm not yeah. playing anything. Absolutely. That's the kind of love that they will give you. Yeah, it will be eternal said, you, love. You could have said time and eternity. You could have. Time and all eternity. Let's be real. Well, eternity is all. That's redundant. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> That's the parlance. I, so. But I cut out words that are unnecessary. Do I need to say it again one more time? I hate to be redundant again and again. Moving I on. I don't think you do. Again and again. <laughs> I, think, I think you enjoy it. They will love you back. And so that's the only thing I can come up with is he knows that and he's trying to please them and play as well as he can. And maybe he's just squeezing it a little too tight. And if that's the case, then that's great because that will end. If there's something else which I don't know what that else would be, I would be more nervous. Okay, we got a weird one here. You know, people basically are covering all the stuff that we thought uh, is this, you know, as we pondered this topic ourselves. But here's, a, here's one that's a little, I don't get this one. <laughs> Jaden Jaden says, number one, get Conley in his groove. Check. Okay. Right, yeah. Number two, hit free throws. Number three, rebound. Number four, hit 35% of your threes. Okay, well. They're in the top third of the league at 37%. We want to lower the bar there? I didn't think that was a problem. I did not know what the percentage was, but just eyeballing it, it seemed like it was okay. It can get better. And I think Joe can get better because I think Joe now, Joe has undergone a major transformation. I think that's been an underreported story. 
Forget about Conley adapting and being new. Joe was a primary guy. Now he's a secondary guy. And so he's trying to find his way. And he's a reluctant shooter as it is. See, I view Joe, I kind of get what you're saying there, but I view it a little differently. I view Joe as having two different roles. To me, his role when he's out there with the bench ought to be one thing, and his role when he's out there closing the game in the five best guys, that's when I really see him as a facilitator, not having the ball in his hands as much, playing off the ball. They probably never leave it, and he doesn't get touches. That's different. But when he's out there with the bench... Yeah, but just still major adjustments, man. You're asking him to do two different things. Inside and, the same game in limited minutes. And yeah. he's had a role now for a couple of years, and obviously he's excelled in that role to the point where they want to re-sign him, keep him here until he's in his mid-30s. So he's got to figure that one out. So I think that's going to take some time. I, I think he needs to be more offensive-minded. What do I know? But that's what I think in seeing. I think I'm seeing a little bit of, of a form of hesitation. Joe is the ultimate fit-in guy. Well, his skill set has improved the last few years to where he went beyond just a fit-in dude. Now he's back trying to fit in, and it's an adjustment. And I wouldn't mind if he was more offensive-minded. I wouldn't mind when... He has the ball that he's looking to do what he did last year. But now it just seems like there's a little bit of tentativeness there. What do I do? Because he's such a mindful of the next guy that I think that it's causing him to think, hey, where's Conley? Where's Bogey? You know, what do I do here? And I think there's going to be some experimentation with the rotation as far as which guys sit and which guys are partnered with some of the guys coming off the bench. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I get when he's out there and Mitchell's on the floor and Gobert's on the floor and Bogdanovich is on the floor and Conley, that's when he scales back, he's mindful of the next guy. But I think his mindset's got to be different when he's out there with another starter and three bench guys. That's when, and so I think even inside the game, he's got to shift gears. Because to me, I'm with you, okay, what do we know, right? Just two guys sitting in front of the TV or at the game or whatever. But to me, they need more out of him with the bench group. That's why he's with the bench group. He's going to have to run pick and rolls more. He's going to have to handle the ball more. He's going to need to take more shots. But the whole dial it back thing at the end of the game, I totally get that. The ball probably won't be in his hands as much. He won't take as many shots. He may not take any shots in that situation. He could come in for the final six or seven minutes and the ball's just not going to be in his hands very often, nor is the defense going to leave him and let the ball rotate. Well, then, but he's not then being used to his most effectiveness, and that becomes an issue, I think. And they're going to, not, I think it's the not t- an issue that they can't overcome, right. but it's still an issue. Well, I just think, like, with the turnover thing, I agree with you. Over time, they, as they get used to playing together, the turnovers can come down a little bit. Over time, I think Joe settles into the two different roles he's got within a game. Yeah, but I don't know that it's going to be to the level that he had. So, by nature, he's going to be less effective. Yeah, his stats take a hit with Bogdanovich showing up. I think that's... But is that that best for the team? I I don't know that I would say say that 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 makes him less effective. Because even when he's out there and he's not getting any stats, he's not getting that many touches, he makes Bogdanovich more effective or Mitchell more effective because he opens up the floor for him because they're not leaving him. Right, but part of his effectiveness wasn't simply as a spot-up shooter. True. So you're you're not eliminating, but you're reducing that portion of the game. Agreed. Agreed. And it's two different mindsets for him when he's in there, I think. And we can talk about this when he comes on the air and he can tell us how wrong we are. <laughs> well, he's just... Yeah. Yuck. He's going to fit like, in. He, I mean, he wants go. to fit in. Right. And if you tell him you need to be more aggressive, he'll just 
balk. He'll resist it. Yep. All right. DJ and PK, question of the morning. What can the Jazz do to improve here? They've got uh, they got a couple home games this week. They're home tonight well, and again Friday. It's Sixers really, tonight, Bucks Friday. It's nothing now that they've given me this Utah Jazz sweatshirt. It's all over. This is all blah, blah, blah. Why do you think they gave it? I did not buy this. They gave it to not, me. That's a, that's a true story. Why did they give it to you? Because they know I'm a good luck charm. <laughs> that's really what you lose. Look at you. You were a middling a sportscaster trying to find your way. You get hooked up with me. You win in the weekly award. Weekly, I might add. They re-sign you to big money at Channel 2. You've been getting big money over here. They keep re-signing you friggin' almost 18 years later. Tell me I didn't bring you good luck. Come on. I didn't think it was luck. I thought it was more talent. Yeah, on my behalf. <laughs> that a kid. <laughs> All right, DJ PK, college football with uh, Riley Jensen, our college football insider. Coming up at 8 o'clock. He's about uh, 15 minutes away. Stay with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, the luckiest station you've ever heard. Win, win, win. It's a win ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the win ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. What? Who authorized that? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. PK brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. I think I'm going to solve all the problems here. I think tomorrow I'm going to have latte with Quinn Snyder. 64-game win streak coming up. I mean, I don't even know what latte is, but it just sounds like uh, high society. What is latte? Joe can fill you in tomorrow. I just ask him. It's some version of coffee, right? It's coffee with like more sugar and desserty stuff poured into it. Am I right? I don't know. Joe's a coffee connoisseur. He I, I don't. I don't know. I tried coffee Jones. a few times younger. I thought, well, what's the big deal here? Hot and bitter. I'm out. Yeah, I was going to St. Peter the Apostle School. You know who was, we need to ask about all this? Who? Buck. Buck who? Buck, our producer. Oh, Buck. our Buck. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Buck. That's Young Buck, then he would know. Oh, Young Buck, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I, in seventh grade, the teacher used to have coffee. And I said to her once, I said, well, why can't I have coffee? She would have it in class. And I said, why You're can't You're too young. It'll stunt your growth. She said, I'll <laughs> give it to you if you get, uh, have a note from your, par- from your parents. So I went home and told my mother. My mother wrote me a note. Said, you can have coffee. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> True story. <laughs> so she gave me the note. So I gave her, I went back, I gave it to the teacher. I said, where's my coffee? Where's your note? I gave her the note. She gave me coffee. I took some of it. I thought, I don't like this stuff. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> that was it. I haven't had coffee since. And there you go. But I'm going to have a latte with Quinn. You're lying. Snyder. And we're gonna we're gonna hash out some stuff. And I'm gonna wear my lucky jazz sweatshirt. He'll have a latte, you'll just have some celery sticks. Watching your weight and all that stuff. Watching my weight? Staying in line, staying in that fitting that lucky sweatshirt and look like a million dang bucks. I look like yeah, well that's true. <laughs> I knew you'd agree eventually. <laughs> all right, we got the list out. Jazz fans, how's the team gonna improve? Hit the boards and get favors back, Troy says. Oh, my gosh. 
and all of a sudden favors some yep, bench guy answer. for New Orleans is <laughs> the, the savior. <laughs> Change the rotations uh, to have Conley still start, but make Conley one of the primary ball handlers with the second unit. He averaged 21 points a game last year, surrounded by bench-level talent. He can play off the ball, but he's best with the ball. Hashtag don't reinvent the wheel. So what do we want? What, what, we're going to want the bench ball. Him? Let let Mike Conley dominate the ball, and when he's out there with Bogdanovich and Mitchell, he's not doing that. That's the Conley okay. saying. That's the Conley we saw in Memphis. It was a kind of a Stockton esque. The ball is in this guy's hands. Fine, most of but the time. But when you're shooting, the ball is in your hands 100 percent of the time. Well, you got everybody there, don't you? <laughs> so I don't understand. Because he doesn't have the ball in his hands, he can't make That's laps. affecting his shot. Yeah. That does, I don't understand best. I've never played the game. I've never done a pick and roll. I've never flashed to the post. But I've never put did hat on hat. Once hit a sky hook at the buzzer. So I don't know what I'm talking about. I've never played the game. That's I am true. not an athlete. I'm hundred percent non-athletic here. Liar. So I can't give you a jock speak. But when you have the ball and you're getting ready to shoot, you have the ball. What is the difference whether you had the ball the prior five seconds or not? Now, I understand there's some level of difference, but not to the 20% shooting percentage difference. Uh, isn't that 28 now? Let's not uh, hold that number down any more than necessary. 28 well, is bad enough. No, I meant like a 20% decrease. Okay, well... Quinn Snyder is listening to this, having a latte while he has breakfast with Dean, so I'm sure he's taking copious notes here. No, that's lunch with Dean. I think Dean has a lot of power. I think he had breakfast and lunch, and then not eating lunch And then if it's Sunday, there's another thing I don't understand. Why a Latter-day Saint would run for mayor in Salt Lake? Mm -hmm. Why on Sunday, if you have eggs and pancakes and that type of stuff. It's called brunch. But the other six days of the week, it's, it's breakfast. breakfast. It makes no sense to me. Somebody please explain. But on Sunday, it's brunch. What the crap is brunch? And why is there no such thing as Linner? We actually have Linner uh, before I go into work on Sunday. And we, re- we reference it as Linner. The James Gang, so cutting edge. Leonard. When I think of cutting edge. And, you think of the Snickledorfs. And yes. It just I know you do. screams that. I just thought I'd reinforce that <laughs> thought there and reinforce that image in your mind. You guys. But you're Whatever right. the latest styles are, I go to you. Yep. And we know nothing about them. <laughs> Check back in 17 years. I will totally have caught up with whatever's going on now. But that, the oh, I hate brunch. I'm either going to have. Lunch food, or I'm going to have breakfast food? Well, I think when you go to a big highfalutin brunch, which I've been to about twice in my life, you'll see the lunch with foods Quinn out at the buffet. Nope. Yeah. I've never <laughs> never broken bread with Quinn Snyder. <laughs> Neither have I. Dennis Lindsay on a couple of occasions. but Kyle Whittingham. Yes. On uh, maybe three? Yeah. See, look at you Almost go. If, once every five years. And I'm supposed to be all buds with him. You're dining with him all the time. Yeah, but you you two are rock stars on tour together. I mean, I've never but maybe not. Maybe you're in separate airplanes. I've never know. spent New Year's Eve with him. There's one thing I've said about you. You're all I mean, class. Well, I mean, I guess we all spent New Year's Eve together in San Diego last year. <laughs> See? <laughs> you were there. Uh, I was there physically, but not in spirit. <laughs> 
where was the spirit? This, this could go wrong, but what the heck? Look at Yock. Yock's giving me a look right now. DJ, you're enabling. You're better than this. That was that look, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you just had Knock to. Knock it off, DJ. It's break time and Riley's coming up. What are you doing? That's a good look. I'm supposed to give people looks. You're not you supposed to give like, me the look. All of a sudden, you guys are Austin Horton. You're afraid I'm going to say something wrong. No, I'm not saying, afraid you're saying something wrong. You're going to say something that gets into a meeting. Oh, you, okay. How many meetings have I caused? And we've been doing this for almost 18 That's years. We've word. been that on a good so run. We just don't want to mention it. freaking overrated. We're just trying mm-hmm. to keep it on I that. know the community standards. <laughs> I am the community <laughs> standards. I thought you were going to say set. I was a little I was, off. I, was I set the community <laughs> standards. <laughs> So you don't have to worry. <laughs> I am. The community has accepted me in the manner they've accepted Donovan Mitchell. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, really? They just okay. don't quite know it yet. <laughs> so when I get on a plane Sunday coming back from Seattle, and a guy, highfalutin dude sitting in first class, says to me, you drive me nuts every morning. Well, you're there every morning. That's that's a win. And he was sipping a latte. Thank you for tuning well, in. Isn't for and class. of course, I went back all the way in the back to coach because I'm a coach kind of guy. I've never been in first class, nor do I. Ha- I don't even think I have class. Okay, let's let Ron have the last word. Ron just tweeted: "Latte is steamed milk with espresso coffee." Let's call it coffee. Just call it breakfast. Stop with this stuff already. Come on. DJ and Jersey PK. Coming up next, Riley joins us. Riley Jensen, our college football insider. Stay with us.